Before this week's podcast, I want to tell you about Starting Out. It's Digiday's latest podcast where we talk to leaders in the marketing industry about their personal stories that inform their prominent voices and big decisions in the business today. Find out more at digiday.com or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play or Anchor.fm. Hello and welcome to Digiday Live, our podcast where we bring you the best sessions from our many summits around the world. I'm Aditi Sango and this session is from our Digiday Programmatic Marketing Summit held in Europe. Brands are doing more for themselves and in-housing more parts of their brand's marketing strategy. In this session, hear from Paulina Yamse, who is the Global Senior Online Marketing Manager at Siemens. She talks about how agencies can better collaborate with brands. As a manager, she talks about what she expects from agencies, what helps, and what agencies should expect in return from brands. I'm from Finland. So you must be thinking, why the hell is someone from Finland talking about emotional intelligence? <laughs> yes, so, uh, yeah, uh, you know, we Finns, we have a reputation of being inexpressive and cold. Um, yeah, uh, to be honest, we're, we're getting better, we're getting better, like emojis, we love them. Uh, it makes us more expressive, but we just don't get why you guys have so many emojis. In Finland, you just need one. <laughs> Happy? Sad. So, why I'm talking about this? Because, yeah, we're not the most expressive people, however... What emotional intelligence is, what you have inside, is not really what you're expressing. So in Finland, we have a big heart, and uh, we're not superficial. Maybe we don't express ourselves so well, but uh, yeah. And actually, uh, a little bit what happened is, when I was a kid, uh, I was actually bullied. Uh, I was from a small village. Um, I was very lonely, I had no friends. Uh, I just concentrated on, uh, concentrated on um, achieving things, you know, decrease, etc. And uh, actually, I thought that emotions were a weakness. But then, when I was 17, I realized that what people thought in the small village didn't define who I actually am. That's just their opinion. So I decided to change things. So, I went on a journey to uh, being stranded in Spain when I was 19. I had no money. I was alone. However, I'm here now, right? Uh, also, uh, yeah, so I worked uh, in five different countries. I speak seven languages. Um, I... As I said, worked in Microsoft, SAP, startups, agencies, etc. And um, to be honest, uh, what I thought was my biggest weakness is actually my biggest strength. Because emotional intelligence, it helps us to navigate through the complexity of agency and client world. So... Why emotional intelligence is your secret weapon? Because everyone is so focused on technology and processes that they forget what really matters, people. Because actually you can compete with technology, but you can compare 
with people's skills. So, what is emotional intelligence? First of all, you need to know uh, who you are, accept it. It's also being able to adapt and be positive. You need to have empathy, you need to be able to listen. You need to go to a room and you see, you can feel if the room is negative or not, and you can change the energy if you want. But it's also all about conflict management, teamwork, and being inspirational. So, top seven tips to improve uh, agency and client collaboration. Now, as I said, um, I used to work in agencies. Um, and the reason why you should listen to me is that I worked in this agency, and we had this one of those huge clients, right? Who bring about, yeah, as always, 80% of all the income. So they had huge power in the agency. However, um, within six months, three account directors got fired from the agency because of this client. They asked me, hey, uh, <clears throat> Paulina, you were looking for a new challenge. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And actually, um, we were able to turn it around with these tips from being a complete disaster to us increasing revenue in a year, eight, um, 30% plus, it was digital agency, and suddenly we became the lead agency for them. So we took it from traditional agencies. So, tip number one, uh, mutual respect. So treat each other as equal and always with respect. And this is two-way contract. Because I think um, a lot of us... A lot of the uh, people, especially in brands, uh, they think agencies, you know, um, they, there's a lot of blame game. There's a lot of uh, not respecting. But I, I'm also saying it from agency side, because I do know what's going on in the, uh, when people are having a smoke or a coffee, they like to bitch about the clients. But that's not really, yeah, we're annoying, I know. But... <laughs> To be honest, um, that's not the way you should do it. Agree on the play rules. So establish rules on how to best work together and keep improving. Now, what we did was um, we set up together a workshop. Where did we go wrong with all these three account directors? Let's have an open conversation. How could we improve? Um, and also, when it's good for the client to send feedback. But also, it's really important that as an agency, you say, hey, you know, that it's not cool that you send your feedback 5.30 when you leave in the office, because it means I'm expecting that tomorrow morning everything is done, because um, actually, everyone in the agency has a, has a life, right? I want to take a quick break here. 
If you find the session interesting, there's a lot more we can tell you about it in our event briefings. After every summit, we release a briefing on what was discussed at our town halls, working groups, and state sessions. And if you subscribe to Digiday Plus, you can get these briefings too. Digiday Plus is our premium subscription product. And if you subscribe, you get the Digiday Magazine, event briefings, exclusive research, and invites to member events. It's only $395 a year, and if you want a 25% discount, enter the code PODCAST at checkout. To learn more, visit digiday.com, and you will see the Digiday Plus tab on the menu bar. Now, back to the episode. Mutual accountability. So, share responsibility of the performance as a team. Now, what, what happens really often is that there's the agency team and then there's the, um, you know, there's the client team. But actually, what you need to think is, let's go together, have a workshop together, we're a team, we're pulling this together. We also get recognition together. So, uh, for example, I just had this um, huge project that went live uh, last Friday, and I had all the teams working on it. And we went on live on time. And uh, the boss of my boss of my boss, which means like top manager, obviously, um, he said, oh, so who should I thank for this? And I included the agency emails. Because this is important. It's a team. It's not the agency gets a blame. And then the brand team gets the credit. It should actually you share the blame, you share the credit. Bring value. So what's in it for them? So don't just give data, give insights. So don't send me just Excel sheets. Um, I do want those Excel sheets, but I also want to know insights because what you need to realize is that a lot of the we're bringing a lot of uh, talent in-house because for transparency, but also that we don't see, if, if you're not bringing any value for us, why should we work with you? We can, we can work directly with Facebook, we can work directly with Google. Obviously, yes, we do uh, use the same standards with them as well, we ask the same questions, but we hire agencies for a reason, that's expertise. And to be honest, we don't want to change that model because we see value of having agencies who have this specific um, expertise, but you need to show that you know what you're talking about. Also, don't just say there's a problem. Tell me there's a problem, but also how should we fix it? Because that's something that adds value. So, so before you send any emails, think, What's the value I'm giving for this person? What is the value I'm actually sending for the client? Manage expectations. Under-promise, over-deliver. And don't be afraid to say no. Because as a client, um, I don't want to hear yes for everything because I have my managers. And if you say, yes, we can deliver this, I will go to my managers and say, yeah, cool, we're going to deliver this. 
If you're not able to deliver, that's going to make me look bad as well. I want to know the truth. I want to know, are you able to deliver? If not, tell me. Also, if there's a delay, don't leave it last minute. This happens so often. You think, oh, maybe we can save, we can save it. And then you have, uh, let's say, a Champions League ad in TV that is going live in about five hours. But the website is not ready. I wish I had known that five days ago, right? Don't leave it last minute and maybe we can do it. No, just let us know. Be transparent. So, yeah, it's the biggest topic here. I can see that. Uh, communicate openly, share good and bad news, and don't hide information. When I'm saying don't hide information, is we, I know that a lot of the reports, for example, um, they seem everything is green. And I don't believe that everything is green. I really like yellow and red because I know there's a problem. If everything is green, you're not just showing me that information. Build the relationship. So don't just engage when you want to sell or there's a problem. Think long term. Think like what um, actually they're interested in. Listen to them. Because when you listen to them, you see what their worry is and you can address that issue and that's how you actually bring the value. Ah, yeah, extra tip. Give a shit. So show that you care because it's super clear when you don't. When someone really cares about the brand, when someone really cares about the campaign project, it's really clear. When someone doesn't, you are pretty much out. Because, for example, I work for Siemens because uh, it speaks to my heart, it's my values. Um, and my, the, um, my favorite quote from Werner von Siemens is, I won't sell the future for short-time profit. And this is something that really resonates with me. And this means that I give the extra push, extra effort, because I believe in the values of the brand. And it's very clear if someone else doesn't do it. So, in a nutshell, have mutual respect, agree on the rules, bring value, manage expectations, be transparent, build a relationship, and actually give a shit. Because the best way to stay in business for brand and agencies is by collaborating as a team. Now, yeah, I'm aware that I don't look like my job title. I'm aware that I'm an idiot a lot of times. Um, and actually, uh, just a few months ago, I was in uh, another conference like this, and um, this businessman said to me, look, darling, being nice will never get you anywhere in life. I think I've proven them wrong. So, thank you.
Thank you, um, Paulina. Um, you've definitely proven them wrong. Um, I don't believe that at all. Um, that was great. Um, a couple of things I just want to ask, and then we'll see if maybe anyone else has some questions as well. Sure. Um, firstly, I'm just interested if you think that this approach is possible with all agencies. I know it came up a little in the town hall yesterday that, that you know, not every agency is the same. Some are really, really being you know, doing everything that they can to be as transparent as possible, but there are others that are still sort of willfully blocking information. Do you believe that this is, uh, so this collaborative approach is possible with all agencies? No, but, but the thing is, uh, the ones who are not being called collaborative, they're the ones who are out. Mm -hmm. It's simple, honestly, mm -hmm. because we have a lot of choice. It's not only being brick brand, but this is across, um, I spoke with Sony, I spoke with... Um, a lot of different brands, and, and this is why we're bringing talent in-house. But actually, we don't really want to do that. Like, we see the value of agencies. But if you're not collaborating with us and being transparent and actually being a nice person who cares, we pick someone else who cares. Mm -hmm. and, and this old model of... Um, assumption that, yeah, we brands, we just look at the numbers, we don't, because we care about efficiency, we care about technology, etc., but the way you actually win the pitch is caring and listening and what are the real points, pain points for us. And um, if you don't care, well, you're out, mm -hmm. because people do... Business with people, they don't do business with agencies. They don't just look at the costs, because in, we think long-term. So in long-term, can I trust this agency to do their best? Can I trust them to be transparent and give me value? Mm -hmm. And if I don't trust you, well, I'm not, trust, I'm not gonna trust you with my money either. Mm -hmm. You spoke about um, that there's a need for sort of mindset change on both the, the client side yes. and the agency side. Um, obviously, you have a lot of different markets, 90 markets. Um, how challenging is that, applying that approach to all your markets um, and your client teams and agency partners in, in those markets? How are you going about that? It's all about changing the mindset, to be honest. And uh, it's a step-by-step -step approach. So if you look at it as 90 countries, it's overwhelming, right? But when you think, like, I have one country, I start with one, let's say UK. I start with UK. They become best practice, and then we do second country, second, like, third one, etc. So it's step by step. Because if you try to change everything, nothing changes. Mm -hmm. Because that can be blocked by a lot of politics, etc. But actually, doing it in a proper way in one market means that then we have a business case that we can show for others, we get the buy-in for the mindset. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, same thing for the agencies, because, as I said, it's collaboration. It's not all about agencies not caring, but it's also all about the brand actually understanding that I can't keep blaming agencies for any problem and taking credit, because that's not, that's not the best way, best mm -hmm. approach. So. Um, yeah, it's a step-by-step approach. It's, it's a long journey, but it works. It works. And how do you, how do you I guess, measure um, the success of it? So, 
you know, like, obviously it's sort of early days, but are there any things that you're looking on? Is it just a matter of um, feeling more informed and feeling sort of, or are you actually seeing kind of efficiency as a result efficiency, of working absolutely, at this? Efficiency, absolutely, efficiency. Because something feeling nice is not business. Mm-hmm. Can you share Siemens, Siemens B2B, come on. It's yeah. like we need to justify every single thing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's more that uh, we look at the performance. We have metrics that we set up before. That's mm-hmm. important. Um, and it's efficiency, how they're working, what they're delivering, etc. And then we look six months after mm. what has actually happened with those KPIs. Mm-hmm. And it's really important that it's not... I have this fluffy feeling of goodness, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? We actually measure everything because that's how we build the business case. Mm. And being collaborative actually works. So mm-hmm. we deliver much more, people are happier. And when people are happier, they put the extra effort in it. Mm. And you can see that in business results. And that's how we build the business case. Can you share a little sort of specifics on, on any kind of business results or anything to just give a loose idea of what you saved or anything like that? Uh, so basically also um, with the transparency collaboration, um, a lot of those costs that are waste, uh, mm-hmm. we've reduced costs about, for example, UK, I mentioned that, we reduced costs by um, 30% while actually increasing conversions and um, efficiency of the campaigns also went up at 20%. Those sound like good numbers. All right, thank you. Um, Sorry, I was just very curious about that. Are there any questions from anyone else so I don't hog all the time? Mary? Hi, Paulina. I thought that was absolutely awesome, by the way. Oh, thank you. One of the reasons why uh, I started my own agency off recently was because I'd found the relationship between agencies and clients becoming increasingly adversarial. And I just wondered what you, you know, because of your experience, what advice you give, can you give agencies? I totally get the collaboration piece, by the way. But when those adversarial relationships start to form... In your experience, what, I mean, how have you dealt with them and what advice would you give us? Being authentic, being yourself, uh, not being afraid to say no, that's the important thing. Um, because we can, and also caring. Um, because, how would I say? When I have agencies, um, main thing is they're doing the extra effort, they're giving value because the most valuable asset that we have is time. And that's what you guys need to play with. Clients don't have time. And if you actually don't just say there's an issue, you say, issue, here's how to fix it, or something that helps me save time, it's better than money, to be honest. Is, is, is this is why we want to collaborate with agencies, because we don't have time to do everything ourselves. But then again, if all my time goes to babysitting different agencies, this is another thing. Agencies need to collaborate, you know, together, because the amount of time I'm just wasting, uh, 
being like moderator with all this pettiness, with competition between agencies, and I'm like, could you please like just talk to each other together and come to me with an approach that works, so I don't have to do that. And because it's a waste of time. Always think time. Okay, well, Paulina will be around if you have any later. Thank you so much. That was Thank excellent. You. That's it from this episode. Thank you for listening. If you liked our show, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Anchor.fm. Leave us a review. We love to read what you think. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode.